Welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Combating Woke Inc.'s takeover of sports. All right, break! Red Pill Sports Podcast. Sports done right. All right, welcome to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. We were formerly Red Pill Sports, but we are now Red Pill Plus Sports Plus News. That's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to give you a little instant reaction to the news for uh, Sunday, Monday, uh, and uh, into tomorrow. So, uh, and I'm actually taping this early Tuesday morning, about two twenty-six a.m. on Tuesday morning. So, what we're going to do is run through kind of what's going on in the news uh, and uh, a few things that are maybe not super hot news items but will be of interest to you all that are uh, conservatives and uh, kind of in the the, cert, the uh, conservative sphere as it were. Uh, so let's get started. Let's start with uh, you know about everything going on the border. You've got what now five million uh, illegals have crossed over the border, and uh, they say there are uh, just tons of Chinese coming over the southern border. So this is not just people from South America. This is not just Mexico and all the other South American countries. No, 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 no. This is people from the Middle East. This is people from China. And, and it makes perfect sense that, uh, you know, if you want to get into America— uh, you can just come in over the border. One of the most disturbing pictures or uh, videos that I've seen, uh, I saw it on X today, was a border patrol officer putting a lat- leaning a ladder against a fence so people could climb over. So it begs the question, I mean, I know the Democrats are criminals. I know the Republicans are too weak to to fight. But... How can this be? How can this be happening? How can you have 5 million people? That's the report I heard, and I will correct it if it's not right. How can you have 5 million people cross the border illegally uh, in, in the last three, three years or so? Uh, and, and, you know, the, the saying or the mantra that we've heard, a country without borders is, is no country. Uh, that that's no longer just a, a mantra or a saying. It's becoming a reality. Uh, I was reading where New York City said they'll spend, was it $3 million a month <coughs> on hotels or $3 million a day on hotels. Uh, the total cost uh, is $3 billion a year for all the immigrants. And, and by the way, uh, uh, Abbott, Governor Abbott of Texas stopped the shipping immigrants uh, to other cities. Would you stop that? Just go down there and secure your border. You know, I, I, I'm just so tired of uh, politicians playing games. You know, let them flood, or let them flood in, then put them on buses and take them to Chicago or take them to New York or L.A. or whatever, you know, and... and and, and that's supposed to make us feel like you're tough on immigration. 
No, if you're really tough on immigration, just go sue your border. You know, take your National Guard and go sue your border. Um, so s spare us the theatrics. Speaking of theatrics, uh, you have to go back and watch uh, Matt Gates. He was on Cuomo, and he was on also on with uh, Bartolomo, I think is that her name. Uh, she has a Sunday show. And man, he was he was brutal. It was really really good talking about uh, singling out appropriations and taking each pro appropriation uh, individually, and how you know again, um, Kevin McCarthy just playing games. They for you know for him to get the speakership because he wasn't going to get it. If you remember, they voted and voted and voted, and he couldn't get it. Finally, they made this deal that he would. Um, you know, not tie the Ukraine or, or not fund Ukraine in the appropriations bill. Well, he's wrapped it all in again, the, the CR continuing resolution bill. But speaking of immigration, uh, I want to read you a story that is just, you know, again, keep in mind you have 5 million people that have, that have crossed the border. And there was a story on X. Uh, this actually came from WBIR 10 News in uh, Morristown, Tennessee. I'm not positive where Morristown is, uh, but there's this Germany, German family, uh, and their name is, um, I, I believe you pronounce it, uh, Romike. Uh, it's R-O-M-I-E-K-E. Uh, Ramiki, I believe, is is uh, how you how you pronounce that. So they moved in two thousand eight. So fifteen years ago, they moved to the United States. Here's the reason they moved to the United States: it's a very large family. They have like um, you know, like six kids, something like that. And so they moved from Germany because Germany was. Uh, Germany does not, and I didn't know this, but Germany does not allow homeschooling. And they wanted to homeschool their children because their children were just being, you know, brainwashed in the German public schools. And so they wanted to homeschool. Well, Germany told them, fined them $9,000 and told them that, you know, if they continued to homeschool their children, there would be worse things happen. So they filed for asylum in the United States, they were granted, and I don't know all the legal terms, but they were granted some type of temporary asylum in the United States 15 years ago. Well, guess what? Now uh, the DOJ, uh, ran by Merrick Garland, thank God Merrick Garland didn't become Supreme Court Justice. He's bad enough as a Department of Justice, the Attorney General. So now the DOJ... Uh, is doing their best to uh, to deport this family. In fact, uh, as as uh, soon as or as recent as just a few days ago, they told them to get their German passports to get ready, uh, and they needed to self-deport. So they're 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 the last gasp. Uh, they they still have two younger children. Want to understand? They're they're on up there, uh, but all their the other ones. 
obviously 15 years ago, uh, two, two of those, those two children actually were born in America. And, uh, and so, uh, but all their other children that were, you know, young at the time are grown and married now. But isn't, isn't that just so incredibly rich that you have 5 million people pouring over the border? These people came here to America the right way. You cannot make this stuff up. I mean, it's just insanity. Um, and so, and I, and I wonder, and, and I wonder if this is not, you know, you got this lily white family. is a beautiful picture of them. I'll, I'll post it on our Facebook page, and you can check it out. In fact, I'm going to post it right now while we talk. Uh, and, but, <coughs> excuse me. Um, let me, I'm going to do that while we're, as we're talking right now, um, I'm going to post it, post it, post it on X, uh, and let me say, I believe it'll be on the Red Pill Sports page. Again, we are Red Pill Plus now, Sports Plus News. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and post it on my personal site, at Donnie Copeland on X, and then later I can always, uh, put it on, um, on Red Pill Sports. Actually, it wouldn't post there. Something's wrong with my X account, and it won't let me. So I'm, I'm going to post it to Facebook. For those of you, you can go to Donnie Ray Copeland uh, and find it there. So you'll find the article. You can find it on X uh, as well, but it's now been shared to Facebook. So now this Morristown, I think it's like southern, I mean middle Tennessee, town maybe around Bowling Green Nashville area uh, but anyway they are trying to deport them although it's five million people pouring over the border uh, you, folks you cannot make this stuff up so you got somebody who came here legally did it the right way came because they were being oppressed and threatened with you know fines and everything else because they were trying to raise their children in a Christian environment uh, so they come here, and uh, what they get for that is they get the threat, and they will be. They will literally be deported if something doesn't happen. So pray for that family. Uh, write your senators. You know, uh, you know, may, maybe somebody will fight for them. It's it's just, and, and that's probably the one thing I don't miss politics. I was a state. I was a state representative. And, and probably the one thing that I really enjoyed being a representative was being able to use the power of that office to help people. Uh, and because I just, it's so hard for me to sit back and watch people, you know, our systems be abused by people in power. And you have people just pouring in over the southern border. And then you have a family like this that are, you know, productive uh, really sharp people and and came here the right way and now they're being asked to self-deport. Can't can't make the stuff up, man. Uh, also in the news, uh, she was on uh, with Rachel Madcow. Um, that was the uh, Cassidy Hutchinson. If you remember, she was the lady that made up the story that said, uh, this was at the January 6th hearings and said that Trump 
uh, threatened to choke out a, a Secret Service uh, driver or, or agent. Uh, also, he uh, ordered them to go uh, to where the January 6th, uh, to the Capitol building, uh, where all the protesters were, and they refused him. Come to find out, she wasn't even around. She got it secondhand. Uh, and then the Secret Service came back and said, none of that happened. That was totally a lie. Well, she went on Rachel Madcow, uh, I mean Maddow, and, uh, you know, she's got a new book out. And and in the book, accused Rudy Giuliani of of um, of sexual assault. Basically, he was you know trying to touch her inappropriately. And then uh, something was said about Matt Gates, and she denied you know they ever had any relationship. I think he said they dated, and and she made some snide comment. But she just doesn't you know one. We know she lied. To Congress, that or to at least the January 6th committee by extension, Congress. Uh, so, um, but now here, here's the funny thing: uh, after this book comes out, and now there's proof has has come out uh, on text that that people saved where she called January 6th committee uh, phony. She uh, praised Trump right up before she testified. Then she came in and talked about how horrible and terrible he was. And one thing, if you go back and you watch any of her testimony, one of the most amazing things that you'll watch about her testimony is this, uh, is that uh, she will always qualify when she says somebody said something. She'll say they said something to the effect of, in other words, she's she's trying to avoid perjury on the stand uh, by saying, you know, something like so-and-so. He said something like, you better take me to the, or in in essence, he said, take me to the Capitol, which is not definitive, and she can't, therefore, cannot be held for perjury. Because if she was being cross-examined, somebody said, you said uh, something to the effect of uh what did he say specifically? Oh, I can't remember. Well, again, she avoids perjury uh, that way. So um, uh, uh, another thing in the news, uh, the, you know, now buckle your seatbelt, and and that is that, um, and this has been a new follow for me on X, and that's Simon Abita. He's I believe he's Nigerian or whatever, but he's 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 pretty fascinating. Um, but I believe it's uh, Simon Obita uh, says that uh, there's proof that uh, we have American soldiers being treated for injuries, uh, wounds, while fighting in the Ukraine. So in other words, we have soldiers fighting in the Ukraine, which, shocker, right? Um and then another uh, another thing that let's see um, I wanted to um, yeah so U.S. Army Hospital in Germany is showing that uh, actually American soldiers are being treated in Ukraine. So um, also Charlie Kirk uh, had a story out today, uh, and he said that. 
did you know, in addition to us paying for bombs and uh, artillery and everything else going to Ukraine, that we're paying for all 57,000 first responders' salaries in, the, in Ukraine. Uh, we're paying for, what else was it? Uh, we're paying for seed and grain for farmers. Uh, we're subsidizing Ukrainian small businesses to keep them in business. Can Think about that for a moment. We, we have American businesses that are going under. Uh, we have farmers that are going broke. Uh, you know, we, we have cities that need more policemen, need more firemen, need more ambulances. But we're, we're, we're paying the salaries of 57,000 first responders in the Ukraine. We're paying for seed and for fertilizer for farmers in the Ukraine. We're paying for small businesses to stay open uh, in, in, U, in the Ukraine. Uh, as I said, you can't make this up. One, one of the funniest things, kind of sad, but one of the funniest things I saw uh, today, is it, it, it is my funniest thing I've seen today, was uh, Michael Hennessy uh, on X said that Denver, and, and there's actually a video if you go to it, you just go to my Snowflake uh, underscore news, at Snowflake underscore news, and it says, and I watched the video. So uh, a Denver businessman, John Caldara, scooped up human excrement left by homeless outside his business, and he put it in a box. He, re he relocates it to the steps of the Denver city and county buildings, and then he dump, he proceeds to dump um, ironically, dump the dump uh, on the steps of the municipal building and county building there in uh, Denver. And uh, then he says on video, this is a present from the homeless to the people who have kept the homeless problem going. And, and what is that sickness about? What is the sickness that people are just, the politicians are just, exacerbating the homeless situation and just allowing cities to be taken over. And it's almost like trying to 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 make cities, like San Francisco. I was in San Francisco 20, 30 years ago, and it was a beautiful place. I took my wife through there about two or three years ago, and it's like, this place is just nothing but a dump. Again, no pun intended. Um and it was just, it was so sad. I'm like, what? Rush Limbaugh always said it, that liberalism is a mental disorder. And that's the only thing I can, you know, Austin, this beautiful, beautiful place. Yes, it's eccentric. Yeah, weird, uh, crazy, but beautiful, beautiful, super classy town. And now it's just a dump. Downtown is a dump. Uh, you know, Seattle is like, S something from Bizarro World, um, Portland. Uh, and Portland used to be a beautiful city. Seattle, a beautiful city. I've been through there and just, just absolutely gorgeous. And and what that that you would let five thousand, I mean five million uh, people that you have no idea who they are, what diseases they might have, flood over your borders. You allow the homeless. Folks, I started seeing this with Obama, 
uh, I saw it very clearly with Obama, and I see it now. It, it looks to me like a willful, it, it's like taking a, brand, a really nice car out and just trying your best to destroy it. Driving as fast as you can, and while it's going, you know, 40 miles an hour, you try to put it in reverse, and you, you just, you do everything you can to try to destroy it. And that's, that looks like what liberal politicians and even the right wing of the Uniparty, better known as the GOP, it looks like they're, they're a part of it. And, and the only thing that I can ascertain, it's, it's globalism. It's, it's, it's the, we, the whole thing. And, and you know, Vivek Ramaswamy says this. He says, look, the, the climate hoax is not about the climate. It's about making everybody equal. And I wonder if that's not what, if, if you're going to just make your cities, you know, in, in our city here in North Little Rock, there are homeless everywhere. They're just all over the streets, and they're just laying on the sidewalks. And it's just like, and, and we've been here 21 years, and it's not been like that. And all of a sudden, it's like, and all these big cities are ran by Democrats. And it's like, what is going on? What what is happening? Uh, and, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I got off of it. But if there's one thing that I miss about being in public office is being able to take a problem like that and attack it. And but but in reality, I can and I found this to be true, unequivocally true, for you and for me that you can do so much more outside of a public office than you can in one. Most people that have not been in public office and enter it, and then after they leave it, they they fully realize you're much more effective out of an office because an office actually is very confining. Um, and what you do, what you can do, and you know what you can't do, etc., uh, etc. Et so. Uh, uh, one of the funniest things I've, I saw today, uh, the, the Caldron deal where he dumped the dump, that was really kind of sad, but it was it was very effective. Uh, was uh, at Wall Street Apes, uh, and that was New York Post, uh, New York Post reporter dresses like a Fetterman, you know the absolutely just joke of a senator from Pennsylvania. And he dresses in a hoodie in these ragged shorts, kind of, you know, kind of like Bill Belichick and uh, John Levine, Levine, uh, L-E-V-I-N-E. And you can uh, you can find this story at Wall Street at Wall Street Apes uh, on X. And he it's a video of it. He actually walks up and tries to go in New York's finest restaurant dressed like Fetterman. The girl says, "No, you, you, you know, you can't come in here dressed like that." And he said, "Well, you know, we got a U.S. senator dresses like that. Could could he come in?" She said, "No. Even if he was U.S. senator, he could couldn't. Now, he can he can go down the halls of of Congress, but he you know and and stand up and speak in Congress, but he can't go to a fine restaurant. Uh, can't make this stuff up, right?" Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's about all I have. I just wanted to catch you up. I wanted to do a little instant reaction to news stories. Um, 
Sports, I wanted to hit one thing. We are brought to you by Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, and then MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Use the promo code RED. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, they almost, well, tonight they, they were pretty much in command, even though they did their offense still looks just really terrible. I'm talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow just doesn't look right. I mean, he was missing throw after throw in that, what, second, third, maybe third quarter is when he kind of started getting it together. Now, he has had a pretty, not serious, but a pretty, uh, you know, significant uh, calf injury. And, you know, your legs are a huge part of throwing a football. And and so maybe that's it. But, man, they're just so out of sync. They, they started 0-2 last year. Uh, and that went in the AFC West, I believe. Um, so they started 0-2 this year. And, man, their offense just been anemic. They had three points at halftime uh, uh, tonight uh, on Monday Night Football. And so, um, you know, it was just really, really – and they kind of caught fire. Their defense, though, is, is the real deal. Uh, Philadelphia, unfortunately, I'm a Cowboys fan and Saints fan, and – Philadelphia looked really, really good. Uh, the the Bucks, Tampa Bay did not. You know, everybody's talking about Baker Mayfield. You know, is going to have a resurgence there because he did pretty good first a couple games. But boy, tonight looked rough. But a good defense will make a good quarterback look rough. So, um, anyway, just wanted to touch base. Uh, you know, we didn't have a show last week, so I'm trying to make up. Uh, we'll be back on tomorrow night. We'll be talking more. Uh, but I want to give you just a little instant reaction to some news stories and some interesting tidbits out there. Give you a little something maybe on the train ride or on the plane ride or uh, on your commute home. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of Red Pill Plus. That's Sports Plus News. Also, don't forget about we are part of DW Plus. That's a Doc Washburn Plus uh, network. Uh, we started with the Doc Washburn Show. Doc is a long-time, uh, 13, 14-time uh, stand-in for Mark Levin. Uh, had a talk radio show for years and was kicked off of uh, terrestrial radio because he wouldn't take the vac. Started a podcast. Uh, me and my partners uh, partnered with him. And then uh, we said, hey, you know, we'd like to try our hand at this. And so we started our own network called DW Plus, Dot Washburn Plus. And we have uh, my show, and I'm the host, Donnie Copeland. And it's called Red Pill Plus, and it's sports plus news headlines, instant reaction to news. Uh, and uh, we our motto is uh, sports and news done right, so from the right. Um, and then we have another brand new a podcast by Brian Coolis, who's a longtime radio personality and a Medicare expert. And he's doing a phenomenal show uh, called the Medicare Funcast. And basically what it is, it is uh, explanations of Medicare, what you may need to know about Medicare, or maybe what your family needs to know, your parents or grandparents need to know about Medicare, 
but he mixes in all this really cool trivia, cool pop culture stuff, has a lot of interviews that he's doing, uh, and has a lot of connections. He gets us most of our interviews for Doc. So uh, check out the Doc Washburn Show on DW+. Also, uh, check out, you, you can find all of our shows at docwashburnshow.com. We have the DW+. Dot com website uh, will be coming soon so you can pick all the shows we got more shows that we're developing uh, got a got a music show that we're going to be developing so uh, we're going to be giving you a lot a lot of programming I'm so thankful personally for each and every one of you to listen here uh, and we're going to endeavor to make the show uh, more and more uh, intriguing in quality uh, both in sound and in programming in the days and weeks and months to come thank you for starting the journey continuing the journey with us don't forget mypillow.com use that promo code red and redriverauto.com hope you have a wonderful wonderful tuesday uh, and i will see you here uh, tomorrow night probably super late all right god bless take care bye-bye to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Brought to you by the Doc Washburn Show Family of Podcasts, a Yetcher Media Company.